Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hi, Jackie Cation here. Welcome to the dark forest. Uh, you know the website's JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com. Uh, there's a donation button. Feel free to use it. February's light. Anyway, uh, merch, you can always get a t-shirt or a CD at JackieCation.com, the store. AllThingsComedy.com is the umbrella, is the new umbrella group with SoundCloud, uh, that I'm, that I'm working to try to get away from. So the shows are posted on Libsyn and they're posted on SoundCloud at AllThingsComedy.com slash probably the Dork Forest. Or if not slash, click on the Dork Forest logo. Uh, the one for all things comedy. Anyway, uh, Mike Rickberg just sang the song you heard. Vilmos fixes the websites, and uh, Patrick Brady's going to fix this audio. Sitting with me today, a man, we have been trying to do this for some time, a uh, friend of Andy Ashcraft's, now a friend of mine, because we're married, and now all of his friends are mine. Mine, mine, mine. Scott Rogers, welcome to the program. Well, thank you very much. It's great to finally be here. Yes. Now, you were on briefly with Andy Yes, as a to, venture brother, as well, as a minion, as I was, a, and I also had to share the spotlight with Andy and uh, was it Rusty or someone? Yeah. We talked about video games way in the dark ages. Oh, back in the day, it was no. I think it was Brian Upton. Oh, Brian Upton, right? And yourself and Andy just talking video games. Yes, but right. I didn't want to. I'm done with those guys. That's it, one on one. Exactly. You're like I would like all of the attention. I have please. other nerdities to air. Well, the thing is, is probably three or f- six months ago, you're like. You got your dream job at, as an Imagineer yes. at Disney. Yes. No, this there, was a year and a half ago. Was it just a year and a half ago? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, and so ever since then, and actually probably four months before, you're like, let's go to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. And we'll do a dork expedition yes. in Disneyland. And I will show you everything I love about Disneyland. And I'll buy you a corn dog. And you'll buy me a corn dog. A couple of things you don't know. I don't like corn dogs. Oh. And I never wanted to do a dork expedition in Disneyland. Really? I know because uh, when I go to Disneyland, I just want to go to Disneyland. <laughs> you don't want to turn wanna... it into a job. Well, I, yeah, I don't want to have to worry about turn it into a job. If the Zoom H4N is pointed correctly <laughs> as we tool around, uh, so but what I like the idea is doing because every you're the third person to want to do this dork expedition in Disneyland, which oh. sounds like just an just an excuse to go to Disneyland. Who are the other two? And <clears> Steve to... Tatum. Oh, Imagineer. Well, okay, I cannot uh, stand up comic. Cannot say anything bad about Mr. Steve Tatum, who hired me into <laughs> oh, Imagineering. He? Yes, he did. Hi, Steve. And, Hi, Steve. And, you listening? Yeah, he probably is. You might. And I should mention, on top of that, since Steve Tatum probably will be listening, is that the thoughts and opinions oh. are of those of <laughs> Scott Rogers only, and not of the Walt Disney Company or right. Imagineering. Oh, well done, yes. well played, well played. And sir. so I cannot reveal any secrets. Actually, there's three things I cannot do as an Imagineer. What is it? The first is I cannot get you tickets to Disneyland. Oh really? Yeah, well, I maybe, but no, I can't get because then officially everybody you cannot get me tickets to. Well, Washington. officially I can. I Andy can, can get those discount because he was a contract guy. Yeah, okay, I know, but if I say I'll get you tickets to Disneyland, everybody will want tickets to Disneyland. Oh yeah, right? yeah. So there's that. So sorry, officially I can't get you tickets <laughs> to Disneyland. Uh, Asterisk. Uh, second, <laughs> secondly, is I can't change that stupid ride you hate. Oh right. So if there's a ride that you hate, mm-hmm. and we don't call them rides, they're attractions. Right. Uh, and the third thing I cannot do, uh, what was the third thing I cannot do? 
Uh, oh, I can't, um, I can't make your new idea for a ride. Or I can't even listen to your idea for a ride oh, or an attraction or that, that, just in case, because if you say, hey, uh, Disney just bought Star Wars, and we want, I, it wouldn't be awesome if you do a Star Wars ride where you fly on a tour, a Star Tours, and fly to Endor or something, and I'd be like, blah, 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 I can't, right. I can't hear that, because now, like, years later, or travel back in time, and now Star Tours opens, and you're like, well, that's my idea, I want money, and I'm right, going right. to sue. Right. So, yeah, so I can't hear your idea for an attraction. So. I like the idea that you can't fix the shitty ride, or the, the, the attraction that someone doesn't like. Well. But the thing is, is... If there's an attraction you don't like at Disneyland, first of all, uh, don't go on it. Right. Uh, second of all, we have lots of other ones. Why are you a grump? Why Why are you so grumpy? You wanted to change. What do you, you want? Like, well, uh, everybody, every there's your pan. Yeah, you, you're like, there's not enough of the dog. I want more of the dog. Unless the dog shows up enough. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I'm. I think that. Um, I think that maybe people have. At least people who live in California have been on these attractions so many times that they're like, oh, I could, you know, Walt had a term for it called plussing it up, right? He okay. Wanted, he wanted to make it better. Oh, how can we make plus it up? And, I mean, we do enough of that. Imagineering does enough of that within the company, yes. So look at the Haunted Mansion holiday or the Small World. They they do the great Christmas stuff every year. Oh, right, right. And uh, so the, there's enough of that um that goes on, I think that, you know, if everybody were coming with their ideas, they'd never be able to get anything done. I right. And if you go to... Now, did you grow up going to Disneyland? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I did grew, you grow up here? Yeah. I, well, I grew up in San Diego. Okay. So close enough. Yeah. Two hours away. Oh, and that'll I, do it. And I used to tell people... Um, I had to go to, I would go to Disneyland every year whether I needed to or not. And it was <laughs> right. kind of taking a bath <laughs> on Saturday or yes. that kind of thing. Oh, sure. And... Um, and my parents, well, so I have a, a lot of people don't know that the San Diego is the old west and you only take a bath. Right, exactly. Sundays. Yeah, it is. And we, we still <laughs> we go down. Anyway, uh, my father though has some Disney pedigree, which I didn't learn until later and a little bit later in life, but he worked in the park the summer, the first summer after it was open. So he worked in 1956. Okay. Uh, at Disneyland. He grew, he grew up in like, now I'm still trying to. I wish he was still alive, but I I wish I could figure out the logistics of this because I've talked to him about it, but not to the point where I like really. Well, wait, I'm where if you were living in Mon, details. well, if you were living in Monrovia, which yep. is where he was living, I think at the time, or maybe it's a little later. How do you, Anaheim's a that's a schlep to go to on to, a two lane highway in yeah, 1956, yeah. Yeah, yeah, where the freeway was still being built. It wasn't even done yeah, yet. Yeah, it wasn't even. So I know I don't know. I mean, I uh, when did when did Disneyland open? Fifty five. Okay. Ni- July seventeenth, nineteen fifty five. All right. And um, it was a dollar to get in. Okay. And it costs anywhere from ten to thirty five cents to go on an attraction. Oh, so the, the, was, there were tickets. There were tickets. Right. So you know the term. Old timey. Well, old timey carnival where you had to well, pay for a ride. Yeah, yeah, okay. but you know the term, the e-ticket, right? E-ticket. No, no. You've never what? All right, I will show you an e-ticket later. Okay. Uh, you can put a picture of it, put it in the notes. You can scan it on your scanner. Yeah, we can, we can use it as an image. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, so the you were absolutely right that there were tickets when you first um, would you go into the park and you'd get a, a, a mission pass and a book of tickets. Okay. And I forget how many tickets you get overall, what the actual number was, but they were A through, uh, originally it was A through D, and then they added the e-ticket later. Okay. Back, I think they added the e-ticket in. I want to say the late fifties. Okay. And um, 
And so it would depend on the excitement of the attraction was what the ticket was. So an A would be ride the horse-drawn carriage down Main Street. Okay. But a C would be go on Peter Pan. Okay. Uh, so, you know, they kind of, on level of spectacularness. A, a was spectacular well, C? Yeah, A being kind of... I would want to ride the horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, more. yeah. I mean, there's some lovely A-ticket attractions. Sure. Um, but to <laughs> some people... like you'd right, e- Peter Pan's a big deal. Yeah, well, you'd end the day and you'd be like, eh, I have a bunch of A's and B's left over. Eh, whatever, I'll save them till next time, right? Yeah. So, um, so when the E rolled around, the E was the, the big, the E ticket attraction was the oh. big thing they spent the money on. Pardon me. And originally it was things like the Matterhorn and, um, the Jungle Cruise and the Tiki Room. And so as each of kind of the new hotness rolled out, right. they would say, well, let's add that to the E ticket roster. So okay. the, so the E ticket that I physically own, I think, uh, it's from, it, well, it's from 69, from okay. 1969. Summer of Love. Well, uh, it's from 69 because that was the year the Haunted Mansion opened, which is my favorite attraction. Oh, is and, it? Oh, it is. And oh, I'll have right. lots of stories to tell you about that later. <laughs> But anyway, the the things that I that I remember uh, that are on there. I mean, I could take two seconds and run and look, but I'll That's just okay. go from memory. Are things like the Matterhorn, the Jungle Cruise, Pirates of the Caribbean, the Mine Train, which is no longer around, um, things like that. So okay. these are essentially they were anytime you kind of sat yourself in a cart and you either saw something really cool like a pirate or a, or a parrot, okay. or you uh, would whiz around and yeah, yeah. and that. Then it was an e ticket, and so it it eventually the term came to be. An e-ticket meant the thrill rides. Okay. And so even within Imagineering, you say, well, is this an e-ticket attraction? So, for example, uh, in Cars Land, which just opened up, which oh, is right. really cool. I don't California know you, Adventure. California Park. Adventure, Disney's California Adventure. Um, the, there's three new attractions. Mm-hmm. And one is the Mater Junkyard Jamboree. One is Luigi's Flying Tigers. And the third is the Radiator Springs Racer. And the Radiator Springs Racer is the e-ticket of the three. So it's more elaborate. Right. It's a faster-paced attraction. It's got really impressive effects What's and the characters. Flying tires? What's the, the flying tires. Uh, flying tires is a. Um, oh, I thought it was tiger. Tire. No, no, yeah, flying tires. Yeah. So okay. yeah, you sit Dodge. on a tire. Okay. And it's kind of like bumper cars, and oh. it's actually um, a concept that was built back in. I'm going to say the early 60s, that was for Tomorrowland. And in Tomorrowland, there were UFOs that were bumper cars, but there was a lot of technical issues. So imagine sitting on a UFO mm-hmm. on the equivalent of a giant air hockey table. Right. So you'd sit on this thing, and you had a little control stick, and you'd drive this thing around, and would use the compressed air to kind of push you around. Okay. But it was notorious for breaking down all the okay. time. And it, there are pictures of it. It did operate for a year or two. I forget how long. Not, not very long, though. And it but got the technology wasn't caught up to it yet. Well, yeah, it just yeah. it, but it was always like a really cool idea, totally that worked to a certain extent, but it never worked to the level that everybody had hoped it would, and so they removed it. Mm-hmm. And this there there's uh, there's one interesting thing about Disneyland in particular, Anaheim Disneyland, is that there's a lot of kind of idea. Well, a lot of ideas get recirculated. Uh, within Imagineering for attractions and shows and things like that, where they say, oh, we really would love to do this, and it didn't quite work. Let's try it again, or let's do a new version of it, or let's sit on it for a long time until we actually can get it to work right. Okay. And that's it's. Uh, we can talk about some of those later, but the tires is essentially uh, flying saucer 2.0, right? Okay. So it's essentially them like, trying again to 
capture what the flying saucers did in Tomorrowland. And they're fun. I mean, they're, they do what yeah. they do and that. The, whether how super successful they were, that's up for See, debate. See, my phone goes off. And then your phone goes off. But it's... Um, but it sounds like Tomorrowland music, so it's okay. It is. It's a $21 Nokia. Uh, Nothing but the best. And um, so... I assume this part will be edited out by Patrick Brady or someone. No, no. I uh, oh. <laughs> if, if it gets edited out, it's by me. It's by you, okay. And then Patrick Brady, he just makes it sound better. What does he that just, mean? He has to do the compression, and he has to do... See, Scott Rogers has been listening to the Dork Forest for some time now. I have heard almost all of them, I think. I think so. And uh, the uh, um, it is... And it's creepy because we are friends. Yes. And you talk about my friend, Andy, uh, Ashcraft. Andy Ashcraft, who I've known for several years. Right. And it, I now know too much. Well, that's what, that's what people, <laughs> that's what his friends from college are like. Stop doing jokes about him. It's uh, weird. <laughs> well, I don't mind the jokes about him. But, <laughs> All but, the stuff on stage but is the, fine. But yeah, the, the stuff on stage. It's when you guys start talking about your family, which I've not met. I've right. never met any of your family members, but I know all about them. Sure. I know about your dad, and I know about how he likes to hit on girls Ladies. at funerals, and I know that you <laughs> you have one brother that's gay and one brother that's, you None know. None of my brothers are gay. Oh, they're I'm all, sorry. They're all secretly gay. Secretly as far as gay. I can sorry. Tell. Okay. All they're right. the straightest you, gay men in the world. They're like ladies, but they, uh, my oldest brother, huge Disney fan. Oh, okay. My oldest brother is an evangelist and he took his three children at the time for 14 days to oh, Disney World. God bless him. Um, that's a long haul though. That's, they were bored after four <laughs> days and, uh, it can happen. It, it can happen. And they, uh, and there was no, and you just go, so where did you find the money for that, uh, man of God? And, um. Collection plate. Collection plate. Oh, collection plate. Uh, <laughs> that is the suspicion. Anyway, so, and then my brother Phil is, uh, he cries at things. That's and right. And then, uh, my brother Scott owns all seven episodes, seven seasons of Gilmore Girls. Gilmore Girls. Or and then you have a sister who you don't talk about Russ, too much for some Well, my brother Russ is, uh, he's, uh, the, the, the fan of all things in the era of Connie Francis. Ah. So, and then my sister, who I don't talk about too much because she's pretty sane. Yeah. And I, she is She's the only one you're worried about. The boss of me. That was her who just called, as a matter of fact. Oh, Bossy McGoof. It was, uh, she is not bossy. She is not so <laughs> Okay, that's good. I'm more bossy. Good. But okay, so, uh, my favorite ride, by the way, at Disneyland. Attraction. Uh, my, how many my, rides are there in Disneyland? The question goes. How many? And there's only one. What and is that it? is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. And all the rest are known as attractions. So, if you oh, want to a learn a little Disney speak, because mm-hmm. there is a lot of, that's one of the things that people, I think, get kind of amused, bemused by about Disneyland and Disney in general is the, Lingo, right? There's, right. We're not employees. We're cast members. Oh, right. We're, uh, were you guys the first ones to do that? No, I think, um, well, you know, the term Imagineer isn't even invented by Disney. It's like from Ford or someone like that. Or, oh, okay. Or some, like some other car, like a car company or some other, and Disney heard it and went, hey, that's an awesome term. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna steal it. Walt himself? Yeah, Walt himself, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. And, and Henry Ford's like, uh, hello, hey, copyright. Yeah, no, no, oh, no. Fair enough. It was the, you know, it was the 50s. It was right? the nobody, 50s. Nobody cared about it. It was a different time. You could steal with impunity. <laughs> That's right, that windshield wiper movie. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, 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 yeah, cast members my, and attractions. Yeah, my right. favorite attraction is um, in the Land of Tomorrow or the Tomorrowland. Tomorrowland. Yes. It's the it's the the rocket ride like Dumbo. Oh, you well, the current one is called the Astro Orbiter. That's it. And it used to be called the Astro Jets, and that thing terrified the hell out of me when I was a kid. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because too high. 
Who high in the sky? Because originally, so there's, if you go to Tomorrowland now, uh-huh. there's a very odd looking structure that is called the Observatron. And the Observatron essentially is just like a piece of sculpture. Now it's this right. kind of thing that's just kind of... Oh, it has those bulbs? Yeah, it looks has, all 50s uh, yeah, science fiction, Yeah, yeah, right? it's kind of 50s. It's super uh, cool looking. It is super cool. It's you a know, great I, looking structure. I only went to the Disneyland for the first time 10 years ago. Oh, my when gosh. I, I, and I've lived here for five years Yeah. before I went. <laughs> well, that's see, that's the thing, too. I've, I know a lot of people that, like, for example, a very good friend of mine just finally went uh, this January. And had never been. And he had never been. And he's lived in, he's lived in California for 15 years. And, right. and some people that come to California are like, well, I don't want to just be like all the other suckers and go to Disneyland or, or whatever. Or there's something, some, usually some reason that they have a bias towards it, whether it's the fact that oh, it's right, Disney right. or I don't know what. But the, but the Sometimes point. Sometimes they think it's too crowded. That's what my whole thing was crowd like. Is I, another I don't, I don't reason. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So the, if you go on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, my, my personal favorite used to be a Wednesday in March. You enjoy a Wednesday in March? That used to be my personal favorite day. Has that changed? Well, yeah, because I can get in any time I want. Oh, right. <laughs> so now, well, and how many times have you been in the last year oh, and a half? Oh, my God. Oh, okay. So, no, well, <laughs> you're a year and a half. Well, that, there's a difference between going for pleasure mm. and going for work. Oh, right. So going for work involves crawling around under the Haunted Mansion at four in the morning. Which, which is, is pleasure to awesome. you. <laughs> Which is completely awesome, but uh, but conversely, there is going and taking your family or friends and yes. saying, "Oh, there's let's spend a lovely day at the Magic Kingdom." Actually, it's not even the Magic Kingdom; it's the it's the happiest place on earth because Magic Kingdom is Florida. Okay, so where were we? We're going to Disneyland. So yes, how many times this year? Oh my God, I don't have I have. I think I might even have saved ticket stubs somewhere. There are 365 days in a year. Yes, okay. It was a leap year yeah. last year. Well, like <laughs> so like when I was a kid, yeah. And, you know, I didn't go on the leap year. The park was open 24 hours. Oh, was it? Yeah. They, leap year? Yeah. They, they just stay open? Yeah, and there was a dude that flew from, I forget if he went Florida first or Anaheim first, but he, like, flew from Anaheim to Florida, let's say, so he could be at both parks on the same day. Which is pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, I'm, that's a, I'm that's, very that's jealous. A serious dork to yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. guy's on board. I am a little jealous of that. A little that jealous guy. of that guy. And, but they made shirts, yeah, for people that oh, okay. you know, did stuff like that. I don't know how many actually did it, but at right. least one. Right. Um, so last year for fun, well, we went at Thanksgiving. Where right. We had a lovely Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, we did. We ate at the the, at the, uh, the hotel there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the Disney Hotel. Yes, the Steakhouse Fifty Five, which is a nice little steakhouse in the hotel. Just in the hotel. I the one time the one fancy thing I did in okay what I really do want to do at some point is sort of a walkthrough. Yeah. Okay. And but the um the one I have a cousin. Um, whose boss was a member of that New Orleans Club Thirty Three. Club Thirty Three. Yes. And so my stepmother. This is my stepmother's sister and her family, essentially. Okay. So this is probably ten years ago, the first time I ever went to Disneyland. And um, yeah, I think that was the first time. It was with Nancy and uh, and her sister Pam and her daughters. And one of her daughters' boss was a member of Club Thirty Three. So we had dinner. And it actually had to be, no, I think it was 15 years ago. That was the first time I was ever in because I had a beer. I had a beer at Club 33. And you're like, this is great. Booze, Disneyland. Right. I had an Amstel Light and Chateaubriand. See, I remember. Well, I don't drink myself. I'm, I'm, but the Chateaubriand is, the Chateaubriand was always my pick of choice at Club 33. And I've, and I've been, 
shamefully, people kind of, I've been, had many opportunities. I mean, even before um, I worked for Disney to go to Club 33. So for those of you in the audience that don't know what Club 33 is. Go to the New Orleans Square. Okay. Right? So it's, yeah, it's in New Orleans Square. What it is, is it is a, a restaurant um, that is on the second floor of New Orleans Square. So New Orleans Square is a New Orleans-themed land in Disneyland. Right. And all the buildings in Disneyland are at like 75% perspective or yeah, something, right? Yeah, something or, to that. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, well, it's if it's... So within, second floor isn't that high. No, no. It's, well, in New Orleans, it actually is because oh, is it? it's people are on the second floor. Oh, okay. Oh, so, so whenever it it's structurally... Well, whenever there are people around, like if you can... <laughs> essentially, the, 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 the rule of thumb is if you can kind of reach and interact with it, it should be to normal scale. Okay. But the minute it's uh, something that you can't interact with, we can then play with the scale and, and change it. So, for example, famously, the castle, right. uh, it, the first level is normal scale, and then it, I forget it, uh, I forget, people are going to be screaming, ah, it's seven-eighths, or something <laughs> like that. But, people who know. Yes, people who know better than I do. But the, essentially, the scale diminishes um, as it goes up the floor. So the actual castle itself, which I have been to the top of, by the oh, way, that's neat. which is very cool, although there's a very shaky ladder you have to climb to get up to the top. Wow. Um, and if you fall, you will not only smash yourself, but you will smash a lovely Sleeping Beauty display. So you don't want to... Wow, you don't, don't want to be that guy. Yeah, you don't want to be the guy. Yeah. <laughs> the guy that ruined the My, my thought as climbing the rickety wooden ladder that's from 1955 is like, oh, dear God, please don't let me be the one to destroy Sleeping Beauty walkthrough. Um, this will affect my pension. Yeah, so, yes. <laughs> I'll be docked for some some way. Um, is uh, It goes up. I think it's the castle itself is maybe three stories tall. Right. So it's not, it looks bigger. It looks like it's, you know, yeah. a nice proper castle. Mm-hmm. But it's but it's not. And that's the thing, of course, that everybody comments about Anaheim is um, is they say, oh, it's so tiny compared to Oh, to compare Florida. to Disney World? Yeah, because Florida, they finally went, hey, we got the space. Let's build it. Let's just make it the scale. Yeah, yeah. Disneyland is in the middle of a city now. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't at the time, no. but it was not still not. No. There's still plenty of city happening. But but that said, that's the world. beauty of Disneyland, in my opinion. This yeah. is one of the things I, I love. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like them both. I like them all. Mm-hmm. Both. There's like seven of them now. Right, right. right. And, and they're all cool for their own very... Although I've not been to the other ones yet, and I've never... I haven't been to the Florida one since like the 80s. So okay. my my focus is hyper Disneyland. Right. Because uh, I've just been there so often. Yeah. Um. But Disneyland is a is a gem of economy. It is it is so beautifully crafted. The space, the use of space, the, just the efficiency of the it efficiency or? of it is amazing. And what there are spots in Disneyland you can stand, and if you just take a second and don't worry about trying to get on the line to Pirates of the Caribbean or something like that. And you are in a different world. You are in the Old West or you are in Africa or, you know, I mean, the the effect is so complete and so immersive, right? Yeah. I mean, that's a, you know, on my yeah. background in video games, I'm always trying to get that immersive experience, right? And right. and that's, I, I honestly believe that it was places like Disneyland that drove people ultimately to want to make video game worlds that were immersive and all that. But but Disneyland, you can go to these little spots. Uh, so what's, one, what's what's a good what's oh, a good spot? Well, the, probably the best one is the fishing hole in on the Big Thunder Trail. So if you go past Big Thunder Mountain and okay. you kind of curve a little bit around to the right, 
and there is a fishing pond that has like jumping catfish in it. And if you just kind of stand there and, and you'll hear the steam whistle from the Mark Twain and you'll hear the train from the big thunder kind of roaring around behind you every so often. But other than that, it's just very still and quiet. And this is in the middle of the afternoon and you could be there on July 4th weekend and still have a nice still little have moment. That experience. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. So yes, I highly recommend everybody take a second and just enjoy yeah. that little catfish pond at uh, Big Thunder Trail. Yeah. I love that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I had never, I, for the first time I went to the Tiki Room mm-hmm. because I had never even heard of the Tiki Room. Best place to go to the bathroom. Is it? Yes. Why is that? Because it originally was a restaurant, or it was going to be a restaurant. Okay. And they decided at the last minute to kind of, they're like, well, we don't, the traffic is going to take too long. And, and they, they wanted to get people in and out. And so they aborted the plans to make it a dinner theater. Right. But attached to the building are still two little tiny restrooms. And so oh. if you go to the, the it, it, it's used to be the second cleanest bathroom in the park. The first one is gone. They they unfortunately have recently tore it out, and that was in um, the hub area, which is near the castle. But okay. but this is if you need to go to the bathroom and you want a little privacy and quiet, the, use the one at the tiki room. Okay. Now, of course, everybody's going to be using it, and well, it's going to be all jammed up. Exactly the the thousands of people. It's only there's only like six thousand listeners, but it's still considered. <laughs> but it's still considered a secret, like to most yeah. people. The, yeah, the well, little bathroom. Okay. So let me do this. Let me uh, let me say. So you park, right? What, what do you what parking lot do you well, recommend? Well, um, the parking structure is the biggest on either on the west coast or in the continental U.S. I don't remember which. And right. it doesn't really matter where you park because there's always a tram, right? Right, so it's right. Easy enough. And so if you if you just park off of if you go to the Mickey and Friends parking structure, which is off of uh, uh, which is off of um, is that off a of ball? Yeah, so you take a, if you're coming off the freeway and you get off of Disneyland Drive and you follow the signs that everything's clearly marked and you park. And uh, a good little trick is to um, take a little photo of your parking spot, right? So that way you remember. Oh, right. Yeah, so that way you can delete it at the end of the day. Oh, right, because we all have our phones and everybody else does. Yeah, somebody's got. Everyone, somebody's got a phone with a camera. So take a picture because sometimes it can get a little confusing. Even Mm -hmm. I've gotten lost in that parking structure once or twice. Wow. I I get lost at malls. Yeah. And uh, I always have to park in the same spot so that I can find my damn car. How do you park in the same spot? Do you like mark it? No, I go all the way to the top. (laughs) And and the last spot. And then I try to get something that is perpendicular to the elevator. Ah, there you go. And yeah. so even if I even if I go back all the way, like if I have to hike into the elevator, uh-huh. I am I just go straight back from the elevator to <laughs> the wall, and I try to park as close to that road. And you just do this no matter where you are, whatever mall I'm in. Even I'm if it's like, like a little tiny mall, like a two story, like structure? a strip mall. Yeah. No, a strip okay. mall. I uh, I tend to <laughs> I can find my car in eight cars. Okay. <laughs> so, well, but you don't. You need a more garish car then. Right, I have the Toyota uh, Corolla, the uh-huh. 2003 Toyota Is it silver? Corolla. No, it is red Oh, okay. Right. Which a thousand billion people all have that same car. Well, what you need is a nice, like, antenna topper or something, I think. Oh, yeah. right. Well, what I do is I have a I have a University of Wisconsin uh, right, sticker on the back. And who else is going to have that? Uh, very few people. Right. Proud to be a badger is yeah. what it says. Yeah. Yeah, but badger. it's a cling film, which is the bumper sticker that says... I'm not going to want this forever. <laughs> so, no commitment. No commitment. So then the thing is, is so what I like to do, uh-huh. and the six times that I've been to Disneyland, right. allow me to tell you my yes, my love, which is we get to that uh, downtown Disney, okay. which is a bunch of stores and right. stuff outside of Disneyland, and there they have good coffee. Yeah. 
And that's where I like to get then, a large iced coffee. And then just chill or bring it with you? Bring it with me. Okay. Right. Now, the day has begun. The day has begun. I have got a large beverage that I now can walk in. All right, so you've got your beverage, and you've passed through security, and you presumably and then, have tickets or not. I have tickets already. So, pro tip is um, a lot of places um, are good to, like, if you go to Vons or... Uh, the grocery store? Grocery stores, yeah. They sell tickets, and usually it's at a bit of a reduced price. Okay. So, that's good. Or AAA. Is also if you're a member of that, it's oh, a, yeah, it's, get a you can get a discount. Sort. And what's cool about AAA is sometimes they offer like get an hour early, or here's a pin if you're into that, or oh, right. or that. And Steve Tatum collects uh, oh, yeah. pins. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I do too. I have a huge. Well, right. Well, you you get the first ones because you work there. Right? You, get a, you, get, you get a deal. <laughs> it's like crack. The first one is free. Right. And then they and then you have to get second. No, um, the first one I got was from. Um, I got it from an event that I went to at the, for the Haunted Mansion, like an anniversary oh. event. Okay. And I kind of was like, all right, well, it's cool and amusing, but why in God's name would I want a pin? And 10,000 million pins later, uh, <laughs> I have like, a large albatross on my back. Yeah, no, yes. I, now I'm, now I'm narrowing my pin collecting down to things like, it can't be a, it can't be a Disney, like it can't be Mickey Mouse. It has to be a character from the Haunted Mansion, preferably the Hitchhiking Ghosts or the Hatbox Ghost, and that's pretty much it. And now, do you go to the Haunted Mansion more than once when you go? Yeah, I, you, I do. You go like, I, I, first my, thing and last My record thing, is nine times in a row, but that was a very special occasion. What was that special occasion? Oh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Well, let's There's work not a lot of later. Oh, no? Already? So. Oh, cripes. All right. So... Uh, <laughs> So, the Haunted Mansion is where I proposed to my lovely wife, Brenda. Yay! Yay! And, uh, and so you brought her to Disneyland and proposed to her? I imported her. Um, Wait, she, so, this is a long time. You guys have oh, been married yeah. for some time. Yeah, huh? we're going on 14 years this year. Okay. And, and plus some fooling around before that. So. Right, right. Well, you're shacking up doing the devil's uh, yeah, work? Yeah, devil's okay, work. Okay, yeah. sure, sure. And, um, you got children. Uh, yeah, I got two. Two See, kids? Nine and eleven. He's a, you've, you've, Evelyn and Jack. Hi, Evelyn and Jack. Hi, Evelyn and Jack. We might make you listen to this because Dad isn't sworn yet. So, anywho, uh, so the Haunted Mansion and I have a very long history together. And, um, and when I was a little kid, I had an LP record of the Haunted Mansion. You could buy these, like, the story of it. And it was Ron Howard, speaking of Ron oh. Howard. Oh. And he was, like, the hero and then his girlfriend. And they went to spend, and they, like, got, lo- they got trapped in the rain. They got stuck in the Haunted Mansion. They had to go through the Haunted Mansion. And it kind of talked you through the attraction. Oh, okay. And it had, came with this gorgeous uh, booklet. Uh, with all these paintings by our imaginary named Colin Campbell. Colin Campbell. And, I'll link it on the notes. Yeah, I'll link it yeah. on the notes. And um, just beautiful artwork. And anyway, so when I was a kid, I listened to this record incessantly. I listened to it every day. My mom swears I listened to it every day. <laughs> and later, when I had it up until I was in college, and the last time I listened to it, I had to put $5 and change on the LP to keep it from wobbling because it was so warped. <laughs> From being listened to. I remember that when you would put like pennies yeah, and stuff yeah. and you're like, well, I can't play that track because yeah. that's where the pennies have exactly. to go. Exactly. They bounce or whatever. Yeah. So, uh, so I listen to this thing and my, and my mom and dad are like, all right, time for our yearly visit to Disneyland. Mm-hmm. So we go to Disneyland and I must be about six or seven at the time. And we go into the Haunted Mansion and in the Haunted Mansion, one of the first rooms that you go into is a room that stretches, the painting stretch. And a corpse hangs down from the ceiling and oh, it, fl- right. it flashes lighting. It's scary, but not super scary. 
I lost my sh- stuff. I yeah. like ah and freaked out, and I had to walk me out of the chicken exit, mm-hmm. uh, which I the found actually kind of fascinating. Actually, seeing that there was another way out, but I refused to go to the haunted mansion for like at least a year, if not two. Right, and I became like super obsessed with it though, because whenever I'm like really into something mm-hmm. and I can't. I, I'm like too scared of it. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I read up on it. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the movie Alien, my parents went to see that, and my mom was like, that was the most disgusting movie ever. You should never see it. I couldn't <laughs> eat afterwards. And so what I what I do, I ran it and bought all the trading cards, mm-hmm. and like would I built the story. So right, I you're knew, trying to recreate yeah. what the heck was going to happen. Yeah, so I wouldn't be to scared. To sort of but, take, the, take the teeth out of it. Exactly. Oh, okay. Which is ironic, though, because The Haunted Mansion, I had already done that. I knew the record by heart. I could right. quote it. You should have been able I to. I should have been cool. It, mm-hmm. But it was too much, right? right? So anyway, flash forward years later. So I finally go on it as a kid, and you know, maybe nine or ten, and I love it, and it becomes you know one of my regular things. And I'm in college, and I had a very good friend, Steve Marshner, who we were at the park, and, and Steve uh, interviewed for a job, but he and he got it, but then he didn't show up to work, but he got like free passes or something. So we would go <laughs> him. And then I had a couple other really good friends, a, a fellow who's passed, whose name is Kurt Lieber, who really made Disneyland a whole different place for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we would do scavenger hunts and screw around and get oh, drunk wow. and all we had, we, when I was in college, Disneyland was kind of my playground Yeah, and it, it, and, and it's, there's four ways you can kind of experience Disneyland. First is as a visitor, a guest. Mm-hmm. The second is when you go there enough to like be so familiar with it, you kind of like screwing around with it. Yeah. The third is when you kind of make it your own and you start doing things with it. And then I think the fourth is when you actually become employed and, and right. that. So I've, I've been lucky enough to kind of experience Disneyland on all four levels yeah. of, of uh, being involved with it. Yeah. But anyway, so Steve and I are talking about the people at the park and how easily they buy into things because they kind of, people tend to check their, the Disneyland is a place of safety and a place of, um, they people trust Disney. Yeah, yeah, you and can suspend your disbelief absolutely. when you walk in. And so people will say, "Wow, look at those birds that are eating my food that I'm throwing on the ground. They're so realistic. I they, you know, but they think they're robots." Right. And they're like, "What? They're not. Those are the birds that live in the park, you know, that are feeding <laughs> off of your they're pretzels. Pigeons. They're everywhere." Yeah, they're sparrows. There's yeah. a lot of little sparrows everywhere. Oh, okay. And um and so we were laughing about this and and we're like, "Man, they believe anything. You could put anything in front of somebody." And they'd buy it as part of the show. Right. And so my buddy goes, hey, I got this great idea. Let's go play Dead in the Haunted Mansion. And we'll see if they think they're part of the show. We're part of the show. Right. Great idea. That's what I said. So we run into, (laughs) not a great idea, but a great idea. Not a great idea? Well. How old were you? 21. 19, maybe. I don't know. Somewhere around there. So we go to the Haunted Mansion. And I lay down, so that we go to the stretch room, we go through the stretch room, there's a hall afterwards where there's paintings that change uh, when the lightning, when out where the lightning goes. Um, and, uh, and I laid down, face down on the floor, facing the the elevator, which is the stretch room. Sorry, I just ruined that effect for everybody. Spoilers. But, uh. (laughs) Post spoiler alert. Yeah, 69, 1969 spoilers. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so. Usual suspects. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a sled. Uh, and a Star Wars Death Star explodes. (laughs) Um, anyway, uh, Science of the Lamb. <laughs> the Lamb dies. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm laying face down on the floor, and my, I look out of the corner of my eye, and my pal bails. He just chickens out on me, oh. right? Up. And I'm like, you son of a... Yeah. And I'm trying to determine, should I get up? Should I go through with it? Whatever. And the doors to the next group load of guests opens up, and there's a whole 
you know, elevator faults, you know, yeah. late afternoon and uh, whatever. I don't remember when this was. But I hear this collective gasp yeah. of, like, everybody realizing that there's a dead body or seemingly dead body in the yep. floor of where normally there wasn't. And so people are, so I'm like trying to keep my cool. So I'm like playing dead and, and people are walking I like by. The yeah. It's one thing about Scott Rogers. He does commit. He I committed do. to that, to the, to the, to the. I wanted to see how, if this would work. And I, now that I was face down on the floor, I wanted to see if it worked. So people are passing me by and they're going, Oh my God, it looks so real. And when did they add this? And this guy nudges me with his foot and. And so there are cast members that are working the doom buggies, which are the vehicles that take you into the bulk right. of the ride. And so obviously somebody must have said, hey, there's a, some idiot laying face down on the floor. <laughs> and so this this poor cast member comes walking. He's waving his flashlight. And he's like, all right, you know, what's going on here? And I and I jump up and I said, sorry, I tripped and I beelined it and jumped into the doom buggy. And I made my escape at about three miles an hour. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. And, and they, nobody came and nobody. Oh, they were like, on. as long as as long as you're you're real. Yeah. Good. As all long right. as you're alive, you're fine. Yeah. Hang on. Phone is ringing. Yep. Sure, you want to go yeah, see who great. it is? Yeah. Uh, let's see if somebody's going to talk. Wait, maybe. Please have some nuts. I'm going to have this wallet. Is this a wallet? I don't know. Good question. The peacock? Would you like a little more root beer? Yeah. Oh, if... Something. There's some cashews, I think. There's, There's one, half a one. The only reason I... <laughs> Sorry, it's he, not that. Here's a glimpse into the dark forest. The only reason I serve cashews... Uh. It's because Andy Ashcraft loves cashews, so we always have them. Andy, mm-hmm. I thought it was a you thing. No, no, I, I don't. And he likes dark chocolate. I don't oh, have so it. you're like not doing anything. You would get a chicken sandwich if it were. I was going to say a roast chicken, right? Yeah, there would be some sort of chicken involved. Now, or, let me ask you real quickly off the record about the chicken. Uh, is it just? Is it any chicken, or is it like? Is there one? What's your chicken like? If you have to eat a fast version of chicken. Mm-hmm. Versus a slow version, because I assume a slow version would be like a roasted chicken. Yeah. So a fast version would be what? Is it like, like go to a fillet or Wendy's oh, no, no, or no, Zanku. Oh, Zanku. Okay, okay. Yeah, it would be a so still chicken on the bone, but yeah, this is sort of like a glimpse, like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Does yeah. Santa sleep with his beard out or right. under the cover? And you're yeah. like the Zanku chicken, which you've taken me to. Yeah, Zanku chicken is yeah. excellent. Yeah. I like Zanku. I like um, I don't like fried chicken very much. It's okay. You've not done like, have you done like Dinah's though? Yeah, yeah, I've I've done Dinah's and Dinah's makes an excellent fried chicken. Oh, yeah. But it is not my favorite. I like a roast chicken better. Mm. And, um. Interesting. I'm working on a calendar. But I only have, um, I believe I have eight chicken recipes. You need 12, turns out. 12 months. I have some good ones for you. We can swap. Note to self. All right. All right, back. So, So back. Haunted. So we're in the haunted mansion. <laughs> I've made my escape at three miles an hour. So flash forward to nineteen. This was nineteen eighty. Uh, this is probably eighty eight or somewhere around there. Eighty seven, maybe. And uh, maybe maybe cold a little. Cold, yeah, post cold. Exactly. Po- Pre Michael Keaton Batman. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around mm-hmm. there. Uh, so flash forward to nineteen ninety. Boy, uh, when did I propose? Ninety. Six, five. When did you guys get married? We got married in 98. So okay, so I think it would have been like 96 or 97, right? About 96, maybe 95. Um, you guys were in 96. two years? Yeah. Yeah, I was going to go seven because that was what Arnold Schwarzenegger did. And I used to <laughs> threaten her. I'd say, hey, if it's good enough for Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's good enough for me. 
And That's she, a she, very specific California moment. And she would just roll her eyes. And, yes. And uh, Barbara no. Rogers, uh, by the way, very much with the rolling of the eyes. Yeah, she's yeah. like, whatever, honey. Yeah, I hope she, it all works out for you. Yeah, exactly. She <laughs> she puts up with a lot of my... <laughs> the hilarity of Scott Rogers and the consistent hilarity is pretty awesome. By the way, allow me to digress briefly and say Scott Rogers has written two books oh, about yeah. video game plug. design. I need to plug. Right, right. There's Level Up. Yes. Which is, uh, and I, uh, did a pass on that. You asked mm-hmm. me to do a pass on that. So comedy pass. Comedy pass. Didn't need a comedy pass. Already entertaining and funny. So, um, and then the second one is called Swipe This, which yeah. is about, um, touch, iPad and touch yeah, screen. Yeah, touch screen. So, uh, yeah, touch this, uh, Swipe This just came out, uh, not too long ago. So that that's the one I need, ago. that's the one I need everyone to go buy. Oh, Swipe This? And I need like more and Amazon reviews. reviews. Amazon yeah. reviews? Cause I only got like 11, I got like 49 for level up. Okay. Which is pretty, not bad for, well, you know. Well, the thing is, is, is level up? No is Stephen really, King, but. No, no, and you just gave me a Stephen King book in the hopes that I would read it. Yeah, exactly. We'll see if we can handle the tension. I know. I don't know if I can handle. You can. You can handle the thing. It's a. I have a stack of books, and people have very nicely been giving me a lot of books recently. What people don't know? Hi, Todd Mason, and um, who else? Who else has been giving me books? She oh, doesn't Mark have Anderson. time to read all these books. Well, I'm doing a reread of the Dragon Riders of Pern. Oh, good lord! <laughs> hey, uh, good yeah. times. Well, between that and your yearly read of every Tolkien of thing, yeah, then that's gonna fill up your calendar pretty quick. No, no, I, I, I got time. I, I just finished that Ian Banks accession. See, that's a, one of those that I've yet. Everybody keeps saying Ian Banks, read Ian Banks, and I'm like, mm. it's dense. Yeah. They're dense and they're really smart, but they're also really, really I human like and character. Dumb books. Though. I like a dumb book myself. Yeah. I'm pro. Yeah. I'm probably dumb, dumb short and dumb. I don't mind it. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, so anyway, Haunted Haunted. So it's nineteen ninety six and I've decided okay, so I've decided I'm going to propose to this woman who I love. And uh Hence the reason. And she loves Disneyland and I've I've tested her many times on Disneyland, even though she's from the East Coast and unfairly so, but she's <clears> passed <throat> with flying colors. <laughs> So um I was going to originally propose in these very lovely um gazebos with roses in the Disneyland Hotel, which is where we stayed the first week we met in person. Because I have a very long uh, – my my romance with Brenda involved writing letters. I mean, this was pre – like literally – pen pals? Oh, well, yes, although it took me eight years to become her pen pal. Because I, she was in over in the East Coast, and I was in California, and three thousand miles away. What's the point? How did you meet? Uh, through my ex-girlfriend. Oh my god! Yeah, that's a whole nother long. That's not yeah, even a dork forced interesting story. <laughs> Except for everyone's going, what the hell's happening? So yes, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Good luck following this story. Yeah, Sorry, my apologies. But no, it's uh, so. So yeah, so Brenda from the East Coast. I wrote to her pre, kind of at the end, cusp of the internet. Mm-hmm. Then, like in, we wrote in July. I called her in October. We finally talked. I said, hey, we should maybe meet. She said, that'd be great. Let's do it in Chicago. And then her boss turned around and bought her plane tickets to fly out to California for Christmas. Oh. It's like a fairy godmother. Bing. Oh, to meet you? Yeah, to meet me. Well, that is adorable. It is adorable. And we were already, like... yeah, we were becoming in love and right. we were, you know, this and that. But it was really a, she got off the plane and it was love at first sight. Aww. Aww. You guys are adorable. Yeah. And 15 years later, 15 still years together. still, well, more than that. Almost, oh. it's time almost 20, but. Right, right. Anyway, oh, right, right. With really? The, you know, anyway, so. With the seven years. Auschwitz so you were going to do. Uh, so I wanted to do something. I wanted to propose in a slightly memorable way that would be romantic, mm-hmm. but you know, not too romantic. I'm not, you know. 
You don't want to have to live up to it forever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted a good story out of it, right? Okay. So, uh, so the roses I was going to do, but I'm really glad I didn't because they bulldozed those and turned it into the ESPN restaurant. So while I yeah, would have been able to get some really romantic. good chicken wings, right, right, I would not have been able. I would not there have. There might romantic. have been stock car racing showing. It would have been yeah. fantastic. ESPN <laughs> too. Exactly. I'm not so big on the sports, so I'm actually really glad that I didn't do that. Yeah. So uh, my second pick was the haunted mansion because okay. I figured no one's going to be bulldozing that over. Mm-mm. So go to the stretching room, and I and the year before I had timed it out how long it was going to take because in this the stretching room where the lights, what happens is this. Go down to the stretching room. Mm-hmm. The ghost host is talking to you. He's telling you it's scary. It's a haunted mansion. Shows you these pictures. Is there a way out? No doors, no windows. The pictures are stretching. And then he says, well, the only way out is my way. The lights go off. The The lightning illuminates the roof of the building. There's a corpse and is inferring that the guy hung himself. Right. right. Saying, right, right. hey, I killed myself to get out of here. Right, right. Although he didn't because he's the host. Okay. And so what I did was the year before I figured out how. And then the lights go off and mm-hmm. there's a scream and a thump. And then the lights come back on, and then you're kicked out into the next part of the attraction. Mm -hmm. So I figured out how long it took (laughs) between the lights going off and the lights coming back on, 13 seconds, Mm -hmm. to to because I what I wanted to do was I wanted the ring in my pocket. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get down on one knee. I wanted to open the ring up, and by the time the lights came back on, I'm on my knee proposing, saying, will you marry me in front of all these other people? Right. right? That was the plan. Right. Well, as you know, in all, any Hollywood movie, the plan never goes as planned. Well, right? yeah, the, the first thing to go is the plan. Exactly. Don't fall in love with the plan. <laughs> so what happens is this. I have in my pocket the ring. And I'm very nervous, and I'm gotta, and I'm, and it was like the weekend of our anniversary, and I wanted to do it on the day. I had all these conditions. I was right, right. building up for no myself. pressure, no, no pressure, no, no self pressure at, at all, right? At all. And so I go to get down on one knee, and I'm going to open the ring, and Brenda grabs my hand, and she yanks me back up, and she hisses at me, "Don't you dare play dead." And she thought, she thought you were going to go. She dead thought again. I was going to go dead again, right? And I'm like, blah, 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 blah. wait, but yeah. And so the lights come back on, and the crowd starts streaming out, and she's pulling on my hand, and she's like, "Come on, let's go." And I'm like, "No, wait, bud, wait." And so finally, I kind of pull her back into the room, and I get down on my knee. I forget to open the ring case. It's you know. And then finally I open it up and I propose and I say, will you marry me? And she goes, oh, God. And I said, does that mean yes? And then <laughs> just then at that point, here comes the cast member waving his flashlight going, hey, what's going on? Just going like, on you know, hurry it up, right? I'm like, what is this? The same guy from 1988, right, right. you know? So we get onto our doom buggy, we make our escape, and we go through, and there's there was a room with the bride in it, and the, all the little ghosts right, were popping right. up saying, I do, I do, and yeah, yeah. so we were in hysterics from that. And when we came out, when we come out of the tomb at the end of the ride, there was a crowd of about 30 people, and they were all applauding us, because they all had seen what had oh. happened and realized what had happened. And, and so that's we, adorable. You're adorable. <laughs> and the Disneyland connection is Perfect. Yeah, so that's why we love the Haunted Mansion, and mm-hmm. there's many other reasons beyond that, but uh, yeah, so I have a large collection of Haunted Mansion stuff that I can show you. Including this tumbler. And showing two tumblers that we're drinking out of, yes. We're drinking out of right now. It yes, says Haunted she, Mansion. She's got, you've got the Medusa, I think. And I I've have got, a, a green dude. Oh, you've got the, yeah, Ezra, and I've got Phineas. Okay, so Ezra. There you go, cheers. Cheers. And, um, Dive yeah, root beer. To Be the Haunted jealous. Mansion. Be jealous. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so I like the haunted mansion. Yeah, so the, I love. Yeah, Andy. Um, when he was uh, he was gonna uh, propose. He had hung all these tea lights from the back of our orange tree in the backyard, oh. and it was orange blossom time. And um, we had guests over that didn't leave 
Oh, no. And so he's like, I'll be right back after they leave. Um, so they leave, and he goes, I'm going to go close up Tiberius, is what he says, which is where Tiberius is up in his kennel in the garage. Is that your new code word now? Uh, close up Tiberius? Yeah. No. <laughs> but he has to go turn off all, he has to go put out all the candles. And so he put out all the candles, and so the next day we went to where our first date was, which was Nat's Early Bite. Oh. Which is a breakfast place. Our first date was a breakfast place, yeah, which is good. awesome. Yeah. And then, we had a late breakfast for our first date, if you know what I mean. Oh, hello. hello. That's just seven years later. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to need to touch you. Anyway, so that's too much info. Hey, kids, turn away. Okay, so... Um, it's all natural. So okay. when you walk in... To Disneyland. To Disneyland. We've, now got, we've now moved a whole ten feet into Disneyland. Well, that's it. I mean, that's, that's, that's it. <laughs> right. You see the flowers. Yeah, it does Mickey What's Mouse. Where's your first go? Well, you, you, there's a big, beautiful Mickey Mouse display of flowers. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting that Mickey Mouse, like in the early days of Disneyland... Mickey wasn't a huge presence because I think Walt was a little nervous about whether Disney was going to work, Disneyland was going to work or not. And so the official mascot of Disneyland is not Mickey Mouse, it's Tinkerbell. And so when you oh. scan your ticket, you ding, there's you hear Tinkerbell, it's essentially her welcoming you into the park. So, um, oh, weird. so you go into the park and there are two tunnels, you can go in either one. And the first thing they hand you in Disneyland is a map because they yeah. want you to know your way around. But then when you go through the tunnels, there's these posters that are done in kind of the WPA style, like, you know, the visit the Grand Tetons yeah, or, yeah. or that. And But they're of all the attractions. So you've yeah. got, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean or the Jungle Cruise or the Matterhorn or whatever. And so it's really brilliant because they get you thinking about, like, here's this whole big land spread out in front of you. And they're make and they're making you start to think about well, what do I want to see? Like mm-hmm. I'm now in this land, I'm on vacation. What do right. I want to go see? Right? Mm-hmm. And so there's all these very gentle prods that kind of get you to make decisions. And mm-hmm. part of it is the way the pathing goes, right? The way the the road travels, a very clear path, and and all the which way is which though? Like when you walk in and you hang a left, either or you can go either no, way. But what, what, oh, what on the left hand, left well, on the left right. hand side, it well, you end both end up on Main Street. On the left-hand side oh, is you? this, yeah, is City Hall. And so that's if you need to, um, so there are a few things that are good to know about City Hall. Uh, if you're celebrating a birthday mm-hmm. or a first-time visit or uh, anniversary, you can get a special little pin there. Okay. It's like, a, hey, you know, welcome. Uh, if you have medical um, problems, mm-hmm. so for example, my wife, Brenda, doesn't do well with crowds, but if you go to City Hall and say, look, I I get anxiety or I have psychosis or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, or you have a wheelchair or, right. or something, a legitimate physical handicap, right, like- you can go to City Hall and get a pass that will get you essentially through the back door of most attractions. And it doesn't, not for everything, or it acts as a fast pass in some cases. Okay. So this is really good for, like, if you're like, oh, my God, the you know, don't. I can't do it because it's there's too many people. Yeah, there. don't abuse it, obviously. I right. Mean, don't, don't. But, but but if you genuinely can't take crowds or yeah. something, or if you're you on crutches s- or something. You can still enjoy Disneyland. You can still enjoy Disneyland. And not have to go through the long lines, because the lines do get long. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. It's true. But, um. On the right-hand side uh, is what used to be the bank. It's now a Disneyana store, so they have a little gallery, art gallery in the back that has mm-hmm. um, uh, a, ro- a rotating display. Last time I checked, it was like trains, but it's probably something new now. Right. Um, and then behind that is the Lincoln, the Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, which is the first human audio animatronic. So you, what, you never, you I've don't never even know about Lincoln. What is, oh li- there's God. a Lincoln? Yeah, yeah. So, statue? So in the World's Fair in 1964, 
um, the, the, you know, the big Chicago World's Fair, the, the people that ran the fair said, hey, Disney, would you like to do some exhibits for us? And he's, and Disney, who was very shrewd, was like, yeah, here's an opportunity for me to get like five free attractions out of these exhibits. I'll just build them for the World's Fair and then trans, and transplant right. them back into Disneyland. And write them off. Yeah, pretty much. So, which was really <laughs> smart, right? Yeah, yeah. So he did, um, he did the, uh, great moments with Mr. Lincoln. He did the, um, the dinosaurs that are now in the train in the, the primeval world. Okay. He did small world. I've seen those. It's a yeah. small world. Uh, what the heck? Yeah, could it? you fix that right? <laughs> Turns out. Sorry, I can't do that. <laughs> um, and, uh, I'm trying to remember what the other ones were now. I t- I'm totally blanking. But what does Lincoln say? Is it just like quotes from his inaugural no, address? It's, no, he gives the Gettysburg address and. Oh, it's the Gettysburg. Yeah, yeah, oh. but it's really cool. That I is mean, the money shot, the Gettysburg. Yeah, of course. So not gonna, they're not gonna do the second inaugural address. No, no, but if you go into this, you go into this really nice, um, building and they've got kind of a, uh, uh, retrospectacle of actually of Disneyland. A while for a while it was Lincoln. For a while it was some other stuff. It changes every five, ten years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can see some really neat artifacts, like all those e-tickets I was telling you about. Yeah. They've got a neat display of a bunch of tickets, and they've got a huge model of what the park looked like in 1955. And oh, okay. and yeah, there's all these neat little hidden gems in Disneyland that a lot of people just are they're so busy running to Space Mountain they miss all these. Yeah, neat I've never things, I've right? never even heard of. That. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. you you go back there. And then you sit down in this in this um, theater, and he delivers the Gettysburg Address of this very realistic mm-hmm. audio animatronic figure who oh, you know like Chuck E. Cheese animatronic. <laughs> yes, much much better. much better. He doesn't play the drums at all. There's no drum playing or or keyboard playing at all. I heard they took those guys out. Of yeah, yeah, they yanked whatever. it. Um, and uh, and uh, and yeah, it's a nice, inspiring. You know, get your your jingoism yeah. up a little bit, right? Who and doesn't then, like a little jingoism? Yeah, at Disneyland? and then kicks you back out into the into the park in the Main Street again. On the Main Street, yeah. Okay. So you and go you go up Main. You street. go up Main Street. And Main Street, um, you have to go through Main Street. Well, yeah. To the rest and, of it, and right? the reason why you have to go through Main Street is Disneyland is a story about kind of like what Walt Disney loves. It's like the whole place is built. So the so the whenever Walt would talk about Disneyland and say, "Hey, I'm going to build this place, Disneyland," and it wasn't even Disneyland. It was like Mickey Mouse Park at first, right? And then it kept changing and changing and changing and getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And he would always say he was a like, huge train nut. Like he loved model trains, and he mm-hmm. had like a scale model train called the Carrollwood Pacific in his backyard. It was like. There's great pictures of him sitting on this thing that's... So imagine a train about right, the size... did his wife say, why don't you make a park and <laughs> well, get this train out uh, of our that backyard? That was part of it. Yeah, that was, I think that was <laughs> part of Lillian's desire to get the train out of the backyard. But he had this little scale train that he'd take kids and stuff on, and he'd just cruise around. And he was... Him and his... Some of the Imagineers were like big train nuts. And so Walt was always like, I have to have a train. I've got to have a real steam train that goes around. And so whatever Disneyland is, is going to be surrounded by a train. And so the, one of the first things you also see when you go into Disneyland is the train station. Mm-hmm. And the train is there, and there's four trains that run um, around. And there's one of them, uh, well, there's a couple of things. One, you can sit next to the tinder, if you ask, and if they have the space. So the What's tinder the- is where well, they load the coal. Oh, know? okay. And then the other is um, for, for special occasions, uh, there is a uh, caboose uh, called the the Lily Bell, okay. and the Lily Bell is named after his wife Lillian, Disney's okay. wife, and um, and that's where like the heads of state. 
go and sit. So, like, if the Emperor of Japan shows up, they put him in the lily bell oh. and cruise him around in that. So they have some privacy, but they still get to ride the train. Yeah. And I I have given, um, I had a pitch meeting in the mm-hmm. back of the lily bell, which was pretty awesome, actually. I'm pitching some ideas, and right, right. here you hear the dinosaurs roaring next to you or, or the other things. Wow. So there's a lot of really neat, on the train, you get to see a nice little uh, grand circle tour. I of, love the train. Yeah. The it's, train's nice. I, I, I like a train through anything, that wildlife park yeah. down in San Diego. Yeah. You used to have, have a you, train. Have you been to train town in uh, near uh, Griffith Park? I don't like park? trains. I just like to sit and have yeah. things Go around. Oh, I see. And take me around. You just I'm, like to be cater, carter, I, yeah. carted around. Yeah, yeah. I, I just enjoy the catering uh, that I don't You're have just to like walk. not walking. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so, if, so if actually, if it were like any place without walking, then. Right, right. I'll take a monorail. It's nice that it's got a little cow catcher on it. I'm right, not saying it's awesome. Yeah, a tram. Whatever. It's a, I'll take one of those those flying ones right. over the park. Yeah. Uh, Skyway no longer there, sadly. This, they, there used to be one. Yes, there I used was, to be I don't think I ever was there when it was It was there. terrifying. There's another okay. terrifying attraction, yes, because you could get a nice high wind going, mm-hmm. and it would rock back and forth, and then uh, and you look down, and people it was pretty high up, and I mm-hmm. I remember being very scared of the Skyway as a kid, but it, the cool thing about it was it would pass originals when it first was built, it was just a Skyway to get you from Tomorrowland to Fantasyland quicker okay. than walking. But then they built the Matterhorn, and they're like, well, look, the Matterhorn's right in the flight path of the Skyway. <laughs> and they said, well, hell, let's just knock a hole in it. So you would the Skyway would go through the Matterhorn, so you could see all the bobsleds whizzing around, and it was awesome. awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. And you yeah. could see the Peter Pan, the pirate ship that used to be there, and it was great. It was a great way. I mean, the, the neat thing about Disneyland is there's lots of these ways to... Or used to be at least way like the monorails another way mm-hmm. uh, to see the park and kind of orient yourself a little bit because it is so big, you know yeah. that you can kind of get a little intimidated by it. So the train is a good way if you're like, well, I kind of want to see everything there's to offer. And take it takes a ride you around the, yeah. uh, the outside of the whole. Yeah, park, the correct? outside of the whole place, so you can kind of see. And what does the monorail do? The monorail takes you goes from. No, it, it only goes from Tomorrowland to. Uh, it used to just go to the hotel. Okay. And, but now that the hotel has been moved back, so now that downtown Disney exists, oh, okay. everything got knocked back further. Mm-hmm. So remember when I told you those little bungalows were yeah. there? That, those got raised out. And so the monorail used to drop you off right next to those bungalows. But now there he drops you off for chicken wings. Oh right, and for the yeah. and for the um, the rainforest cafe. Oh right. So so now it's still a good way to get into the park, though, particularly mm-hmm. if it's like a summer, like a, it's a good. Um, hey, it's July or Thanksgiving or something, let's take right, the monorail. Right, super busy, yeah. Because not as many people know about it, and people don't want to go. Like, when they get into Disneyland, if you go left, you go towards the park. If you go right, you're going towards downtown Disneyland, the hotel. Okay. People don't want to go right because it's away from the parks. Mm-hmm. So if you go right, and then you eventually end up at the monorail, and then you can go back in. So it's a good little psychological trip, Oh, yeah, right? yeah. You know, it's yeah. working against the crowd. Okay. So we've taken – we've. <laughs> We were in or on Main Street. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what are some other good things on Main Street? Well, you never did finish about Club, oh, 33. club 33. You yeah, have to join the club, mm-hmm. and then you have to yes, pay no. a yearly thing. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. You uh, you do have to pay uh, a, a membership to join. Okay. And then a yearly fee, and I think it's, it's several it's several grand now to join. It's like a grand and a half or something to maintain. 
Wow. So, yeah, so you got to have some scratch to. So, 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 it, but, yeah, it's it, it's an expensive thing, but if you want to have an Amstel Light and some Chateaubriand uh, as you look over uh, New Orleans New Square, Square. You spit down on the common people. Exactly. Uh, Let them eat cake. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So what are the poor people doing today? They're <laughs> eating churros. Oh, I am dining, having a fine. Uh, uh, having churros. Exactly. So, um, so it's Club Thirty Three. Beignets there that are. Oh, good. the beignets are fantastic. Yeah, let's talk food. What's oh the, my God, there's so. What's your favorite, that Dole Whip, I had that oh, for the Dole first Whip time. Oh, Dole Whip is great, yeah. That's at the Tiki. Tiki room, yeah. Um, uh, well, let's see. My personal favorite place to eat right now uh, is the French Quarter Restaurant, which is in New Orleans Square. It's actually below Club 33. Okay. Now there's some sort of jackhammering going on. Oh, that'll happen. All right. So, um... <laughs> All right, so... Things are happening. So, We're French Quarter, you can get an excellent um, French onion soup. Okay. You can get uh, the Monte Cristo sandwich, which you could only originally get at the Blue Bayou restaurant. Okay. Which is also very which good. Is some sort of fried ham and cheese oh, yeah. with waffle mix or something. Imag- yes, imagine uh, ham and cheese French toast that's all deep fried, and then you eat it with powdered sugar and raspberry jelly. It's it's it will kill you. It's like a it's like a steak in your heart, but it's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. The first bite you're like, this is the best thing I've ever had. The second bite you're like, I'm full, and then you finish it. And I and I always go to the French Quarter with the intention to eat that Monte Cristo sandwich, but then I always end up getting the French onion soup and the salad, which is also nice, Mm -hmm. and maybe an order of garlic fries. Oh, they do so, a garlic fry. Oh, they do a garlic fry. So uh-huh. that's those. That's kind of my meal of, if I'm going to sit down and, and eat, it'll either be that or, mm-hmm. ironically, it'll be the fried chicken at the Plaza Inn, which is at the top of Main Street, which is... Which I've also had, which is pretty good. Which is pretty good, and it's it's actually, it's not Knott's good, but it's a good second. Like, have you you've been Did to I go with you to yes. Knott's Scary Farm? Yes, we did go to Knott's And then we farm. went to some sort of chicken place yes. there. Yeah, we had chicken dinner at Knott's. The Not Scary Farm has a million haunted houses. Yes. Yeah. At least like 13 or 15. At around four, I got the shakes. (laughs) So I had to sit in the fake... The entire park has fake fog pumped into it. Yeah. And And zombies skating on their knees. Completely, completely not child. No, not at all. This is not for children. Guts are hanging out everywhere. Yeah, it's it's awesome. And you were like, hey, we're going to go to the doll one next. And I was like, why would they take dolls and make them all terrifying? Well, because dolls are terrifying. And so I said, I will be out here. Uh, You guys go. Yeah, I felt bad. So No, no, I went to like, I think every third one. Right. And then you did the horses. And I did what the, the Pony Express ride. Well, oh, I chickened oh, out on that. Right, right, right. That was a great ride. That's a good ride. That's a good ride. But I chick I was, but I didn't want to go on. The, Andy and I were the ones that were the weenies on that. Right, ride. right. Yeah, Brenda and I went on the. Um, you, it was like a pony race. Uh huh. And it was weird because it was half a pony. And it's you like were a motorcycle sitting, almost. It was like a motorcycle. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was a good ride. Yeah. Yeah. And um, yeah, I remember that's uh, that's one of the first times we spent any sort of time together. It was very lovely. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, so so there's so you go there or you go to the chicken place. Yeah, those are my what, two favorite sit down. Street food. So street food, um, gosh. Well, the corn dog is good, there, which good is corn the corn dog. dog cart. Yeah, that's a lot of people. So there's certain foods at Disneyland that have built up a cult following. Mm-hmm. One of them is the corn dog, mm-hmm. which is I, I I I like it, but I prefer the hot link dog in California Adventure. Okay. So there's a hot link version of that at, at the Corn Dog Castle in uh, 
near the Paradise Pier, which is kind of the uh, Santa Cruz type space in the back. Oh, in of, California Adventure. In California Adventure. I've, I've only been to California. I haven't been enough around it to be able to even find anything in right. California Adventure. California Adventure has some. It's gotten a lot better since they've re. I like it. the soaring. Soaring. Soaring is fun. Yeah. That's the that's the best ride that's, for me. Yeah, a lot of people. And I bought that. my Amelia Air hat there. Yep, and your goggles. And my goggles. Right. Yeah. Which you inspired my son to also. He has the no, goggles. You, oh, you got the goggles. He, we don't have the hat yet, but okay. I'm sure he'll next get them time. next time. Yeah. Next time, hat. Uh, so uh, the corn dog is great. Um, the people like the turkey leg, but I'm not a fan of the turkey leg because it looks like turkey, tastes like ham. Oh, and I'm kind of convinced it's not turkey. I think it's actually a big thing of ham, and we're just fooling everybody. But yeah, I, I don't know. It might be people. Whatever it is, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it so isn't. It doesn't. It's wrong. I want to sit down and eat turkey. I don't yeah, want, but it's a leg. It, like, but don't be, hand me like a King George. Yeah, like, this, it's like Hagar of the Horrible walking around. Yeah, and, yeah. This is not a Ren Fair. No, no, it's so. not a Ren Fair. So I'm not a fan of the turkey leg. I do like the frozen lemonade that you oh. can get in either in front of. Um, the storybook canal ride, the, mm-hmm. or you can also get it in front of the haunted mansion. Um, and, and it's completely frozen solid. It's a it slurpee just... with lemonade. It's a okay. lemonade slurpee. Okay, but I like that quite a bit. Melts off. Melts uh, off. Churro, of course, is good. Once in a while, blue moon, I get a jonesing for popcorn. Although I have a friend who swears up and down that the popcorn at Disneyland is completely different than any other popcorn that you could get in the world. I think he's uh, high a little bit on Disneyland, sure. but. But it's, they make well, a good. He finds it to be the finest of all yeah, popcorns in all the world. Yeah, yeah. He's like very. He's he's like okay. If I any popcorn in the world, the Disneyland popcorn is the finest. And, all right. And I and I do admit that I'm, I'm charmed by the popcorn carts because there are little animated characters that pop that kind of roll um, seeds around, mm-hmm. and depending on the land that you're in, there's a different character. And and if you're in front of a certain attraction, you'll see different characters. So you'll, in Tomorrowland... Okay, so go look. Yeah, in Tomorrowland, the Rocketeer is he's turning it. But okay. in um, in front of the Matterhorn, sometimes it's the Yeti from the Matterhorn that's okay. doing it. Or in front of the Haunted Mansion, there's this kind of ghoulish character. That's, okay. That's, so yeah, so there's fun little details like that, and even in the popcorn machines. That's so great. Yeah. My brother Phil, when the one time he was talked into going, taking his kids, two things happened. First of all, uh, my niece Maya, who we went together to the Haunted Mansion for the first time, and we both almost chickened out <laughs> and in the chicken room. And uh, and then, but we stuck it out. And it was it would have made sense though that you would have gone to the chicken room. Yeah, yeah, it would have been because I enjoy the chicken. But uh, the um, Phil stood in line while while we were standing in line for some ride that he didn't want to go on because he doesn't like rides. <sighs> But he stood in line to get Snow White's autograph <laughs> for 45 minutes. And then he comes up to me afterwards, and as he hands it to me, and he turns to me, he goes, she's about eight or nine at the time. And he goes, yeah, I could have signed that. I realized that after she signed. And I was like, no, they probably practiced that signature quite a bit. Well, well those are... Those are um Certified they're, they're the friends. Yeah, they're the characters. They mm-hmm. In Disney parlance, they're known as friends. They're, so it's not really Snow White, it's her friend. Oh, is it Snow White's friend? Yeah. Who's signing Snow White's name? Well, just in case. Just in case. It's Snow White. If you're Snow eight, White doesn't have time. If you're eight and under, mm-hmm. it's Snow White. Yeah. I mean, it's real. We say when you're in the park, it's Snow White, right? Yeah. Because that's where she lives in mm-hmm. Disneyland. Why wouldn't she? But if you were to meet her on the street, let's say, mm-hmm. and you say, "What do you do for a living?" She would say, "I'm Snow White's friend." Oh, I get it. Yeah. Okay. And, and which is really funny because one time... Does that come with insurance? Ah, I hope so. Well? Uh, me too. I do too. Uh, when I was in college, I went to a party mm-hmm. and um, there was a lovely brunette gal at this party that I immediately whoop, 
ran over and all. Hello. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Hello, lady. And I asked her, I said, what do you do for a living? And she said, oh, I'm, I'm Snow White's friend at Disneyland. And and um, and I said, oh, that's so great. And she says, yeah, it's great because it's it's something I've always wanted to do for my whole life. And, and I love, you know, being with the children and making them happy. And I get to be Snow White and she's my favorite character and, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, that's great. But what are you going to do when you're too old to be Snow White? And uh-huh. and this was she was college age and I don't think the thought had even entered her brain yet and I I literally could hear glass breaking as I, I backed away very slowly. Yourself quite yeah, so bad, I, like, I was not very good at getting the ladies not, in college. That was not, That's that just, was not the smoothest move yeah, I've ever. I know, and in the end, I should have said, "Hey, I'm your prince charming," or, <laughs> or something like that. Would have been better, but in the end, I ended up shattering been, a young girl's dream. Right, there must have been the right line. Yeah, I, I could think so of a few. The other thing Phil did in uh, in Disneyland is he sat in front of the castle with popcorn mm-hmm. and littered. What? Oh, to see how long uh, yeah, it would take to people, see how long to, clean take people yeah. to come to clear. Yeah, that's some people like doing that. Yeah, that, do you know why? Because uh, it's 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 the second way of enjoying Disneyland. Well, there's there's a we game. We do it crazy. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. exactly that's the second that's the second level of enjoying Disneyland. Yeah. And there's a game that I sometimes still play in Disneyland, mm-hmm. which is the how long will it take for you to see genuinely happy people uh, as you walk through the park. Oh. And, uh, and sometimes it takes a long time to like you look are for stressed. Oh yeah, Disneyland is um it's vacation, but you want to maximize that vacation. Right, so right? people are very interested in, in making sure everyone is happy. Like, are we doing this? And are doing we doing it right? This? Yeah. yeah, we got to do it right. Right, and so it's uh, sadly, and I'm, and so this is one of my personal challenges as an Imagineer mm-hmm. is how can I get people to smile more? Right, that would, yeah. I think that's a good goal for us to to yeah. kind of do. So you know, we work on things like that, and that's uh, neat. You know, we because because as an Imagineer, our what we make is we make happiness. Right, that's what I, we make. That's and what I, you're imagining, and I can get behind. You're engineering that. some happiness. Yeah. That's what you're trying to imagine I mean, engineering. But that's wise. a pretty good thing to like a life call, right? If you're what do you sure. do for a living? I'm trying to make as many people happy as I can. Right. So that's why I like doing it. Yeah, yeah. Because I also get to crawl around in Haunted Mansion for one of mine. She's awesome. All right. We're in an uh an hour ten. Oh my so gosh. let's plug it. Let's uh All let's right. say We've talked about Swipe This. Yes. You're you're on the Facebook, but it's your personal page. So well, it's not I'm really... on the Facebook, but I, I do have a website for, if you're into video games, I right. know that we've spent no time talking about video games. But but previous episodes of The Dork Forest can be found with Scott Rogers. Sure. With... Talking about video games. And what were you, 24? The Venture Brothers? Oh, right, yeah, yes. Uh, were you 29? Were you no, 24? 21 or 24, I forget which. Yeah, yeah. Him and Andy uh, came on and were the characters. My it only might have been LARPing. A talk. My only LARPing experience. Exactly. And you, uh, Andy said that you were so invested in it that you would not stop doing the character because you're like, I don't want to do it wrong, so I'm going to just keep doing this. And it was hilarious. He said he could not stop laughing. He said at the end, at the end of the night, the, one of the gals that was there said, Please tell me you have another voice, like a real voice, other than this goofy character voice. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so, your, so I have a website. Well, it's a website. It's horribly infrequently updated, but there's a lot of, there, it, it was, it's been around long enough that there's a lot of interesting things on it if you're into Disneyland. Yeah, it's Mr. Boss Design. So it's M-R-B-O-S-S-D-E-S-I-G-N. Dot com. And there's plenty of, yeah, dot com. And there's plenty of plugage uh, about Level Up and about Swipe This. And, and dare I say, not that the Dark Dork Forest um, t-shirts aren't lovely. Oh, yes. Uh, the most awesome t-shirt ever created is, uh, is, is available for Bones. purchase. Yes, it is a 
Uh, it is a. Did you draw it? I did draw it. It was for Swipe This. It was okay. Because I wanted to make it. Because I know you did the art on all of Love Love. Yeah, and I did art. the art on all of Swipe This. As well. Okay, good. Yeah, lots of fun. Yeah, so if you're going to buy these books, at the very least, um, there's a lot of funny pictures to look at. And in Level yeah. Up, there's a really good chili recipe. Oh, very nice. Yeah. So if you do like this. Do you chili. advocate a bean chili no, no. or a meat chili? Meat chili. Meat chili. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, you've listened to The Dork Forest, and it's just, it's just really the beginning. We've scratched the surface of a Disneyland dork, and uh, God knows there could be an entire album of such a uh, oh, folk yeah. between him and Steve Tatum and Allison Columbo oh, yeah, one that's day. The one. That's the third one. Thanks for tuning in. Take care of each other out there. Bye. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?